Yes, indeed, we're back at it. Andy Lindis from Lindis Construction answering your home improvement questions today, either by phone or by text, and it's the same number for either, whichever is easier for you, 651-461-9226. Good morning, Andy. Good morning, Denny. How's your morning going so far? Well, so far, so good, but like they say, it's uh, it's still early. <laughs> you <laughs> never know. Early. Now, how, how have you been in the last couple of weeks? You've been busy. I, you know what? Uh, yeah, I've been uh, doing a little bit of traveling. Got some hunting in. I uh, was lucky enough to uh, to get an elk, and uh, I'm at uh, deer camp now. And I'm um, going to be camp chef today. I'm going to actually going to be cooking a front shoulder uh, roast from that elk. While the guys oh. are out, uh, my my sons are out hunting today. So I'll be uh, if they start calling me mom by the end of the weekend, uh, we might have some issues. <laughs> but I, uh, I uh, I'll be I'll be cooking most of the day. Uh-huh. You feed them. You feed them pretty good. Now you you've done a lot of cooking over the years. I, I know. And and in, in doing this show, we talk about that from time to time. And certainly visiting Linda's construction, for the various uh, reasons we do. Uh, you and your family do a lot of cooking. Yeah, you know, I, I like uh, to spend some time around the grill and uh, and in the kitchen. I'm not the greatest, uh, the cleanest chef out there, but uh, <laughs> I uh, I can make some stuff that tastes uh, pretty good. In fact. Uh, it's, I, I think I spend a lot more time in the kitchen lately. My wife is actually upstairs uh, remodeling the bedroom and putting a new floor in today, so maybe she should be the one doing the radio show, and I'll uh, oh. I'll hang on and uh, talk wine with uh, with uh, with the wine guys later on. <laughs> Sounds good to me. <laughs> well, that's that's interesting. Now, now what? It, 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 she uh, she's pretty handy. Obviously, I did not know that. And uh, what what do you what kind of remodeling is she doing? You know, uh, we have uh, my son's getting, uh, coming back from college, and she wanted to to last carpet in her house, Denny. And I've been uh, saying I would do it for like three years now, and I think she finally got sick of me saying I would do it. So she just uh, took uh, matters into her own hands and ripped the carpet out and is putting down a uh, it's a, a laminate uh, flooring that she's put into both those bedrooms. So the the pets like to sleep in our children's rooms and. Be like the last uh, carpet to get rid of, and uh, no more carpet, no more anything to worry about. Outstanding. Well, good, good for her. Good for you too, I guess, huh? Uh, hey, you know, if uh, yeah. it's, I, I, no complaints here, Denny. I, uh, it's less work for me, and you know what? It looks awesome too. I'm with you. Um, if you have a question, if you have any kind of a home improvement question, as we said for Andy, six five one four six one nine two two six. Let's talk a little bit about uh, since I'm, you know, I'm hearing uh, Laura mention the the low tomorrow night here in the Twin Cities at sixteen. Let's talk a little bit about uh, uh, insulation. Are you guys at Linda's getting a lot of calls uh, this time of year? I mean, people uh, start feeling those drafts too, don't they? Yeah, we're uh, getting into a lot of attics right now, and. Um... One thing that we're starting to notice too, Denny, and we've noticed this over the last month, we're starting to see a lot more of uh, the rodent and pest infestation in the attics that we're looking in. Because every, every time we look at a roof, we, we want to look at the attic. But as the temperatures get colder, we're running into more and more critters. So we're uh, we're, we're helping a lot of people uh, put some scent or some peppermint or something in their attics to keep those critters out. And and we're it's it's pretty rare that we, we look into an attic this time of year, Denny, and we don't find problems with attic air sealing. Not so much the R values of insulation. Those those can be okay, but the air movement that is happening in these attics and how they're ventilating and, and, and how the whole system is set up, that's usually where we're finding most of the problems. I remember when uh, Lindis was working on our attic uh, several years ago, and uh, I'm, I'm zeroing in specifically on shoots. Now, before I was up there, I didn't know what, what that was. 
But uh, when the guys went up there uh, and told me that they were kind of, because they were original when this house was built. I don't know at the time, maybe it was 30, 30 some years old. Um, what what are the, those things? They, they kind of, they kind of were rotted out. Uh, what are those things? Uh, do they still use chutes in attics uh, in building these days? Yes, um, but they're made out of styrofoam. Um, oh. So the, and they go go between the rafters and without chutes. And 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 this is it's never what you know that that hurts you. It's what you don't know that that usually kicks kicks you in the gut. And and for for do it yourself, or it makes sense just to go up there and blow insulation, fill it in, right? You know, you can rent the machine, yeah. and do that. But if you if you don't put those attic chutes in, you're 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 eventually going to close off all of the intake into your attic. So your roof vents aren't doing anything. Without air coming in, air can't go out. So then it starts to try to pull that air from other places. So it's the the unintended consequences that happen. This is where you get those hot spots. This is where mold starts to happen or condensation starts to happen. It really can can lead to a a, a litany of issues. And I've seen it cause thousands of dollars worth of damage when when done improper. What are, what are some other things that maybe homeowners can do? They want to save money and they want to say, well, I should be able to do this myself. What, what are some of the, the mistakes some of us make uh, as far as insulation goes? You know, uh, the your attic access, those areas are something that we're addressing on a regular basis. Can lights, another area that we're addressing on a regular basis, just have a tendency to leak a lot of air. Um, if you have a false soffit in your kitchen, for whatever reason, when we built those in the 80s and 90s, we did not insulate or seal them off enough. If you have a cupboard that you think it always feels colder than the rest of the area, you know, for a couple hundred dollars, you can get in there and, and seal that thing off. And it's going to make that room much more comfortable and make your attic space that much more efficient because you're losing a lot of heat in that area. Remember, the goal in the wintertime, Denny, is to try to get your attic the same temperature as it is outside. Without that, you run the risk of ice dams and you run the risk of condensation. A condensation eventually turns into water, which could turn into mold. A listener wants to know, is your wife adding in-floor heating to those bedrooms, that bedroom? We did not. We are to the one bathroom upstairs, the last bathroom to get a little in-floor heat, and um, that's a tile floor that I'm going to be ripping out this winter and uh, replacing. But uh, the the children's bedrooms did not get in-floor heat, uh, but we have uh, good solid heat in, in that area of uh, of the house. Uh, the children's bedrooms did not get in-floor heat, uh, but we have uh, good solid heat in, in that area of uh of the house sold four square farmhouse that uh my my children are fourth generation in, and every generation's done their own remodel on a denny so it's it's an interesting remodel anytime you uh carry into that home so you're going to be like those old trees to figure out how old that farmhouse is you can cut it in half and count the rings right count the rings. <laughs> exactly <laughs> yes uh <laughs> yes I, uh i i talked to lots of uncles and 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 people have lived there over the years to try to figure out what was wired where. <laughs> All right, I tell you, I'm getting a signal here. We need to take a break. Let's do that, uh, Andy, and uh, let's invite our listeners to join in uh, on the conversation. If you have any kind of a home improvement question, by all means, call it in or text it in to Andy, 651-461-9226. We've now moved one more degree. 35 degrees, our current Twin City temperature reading. We might hit uh, 41 today. And it's not expected to be as windy. 35 now.
Hi, good morning. Welcome back to our Home Improvement Show presented by Linda's, Linda's Construction every Saturday in the 9 o'clock hour, welcoming your home improvement questions. Uh, you can call them in or you can text them in. It's the same number, 651-461-9226. Andy Linda's answering those questions for you. Andy, we've got a bunch of callers, texters, too. We can uh, help out here. I think Randy from Oakdale may be first up here on uh, CCO. Randy, thanks for waiting. What's your question, please, for Andy? Hi, guys. Really enjoy your show. I had some crawl space questions for you. Uh, sure. My house has uh, got a full basement, and there are two crawl spaces. Uh, they're open to the basement. You know, uh, they're about maybe two feet, three feet deep. My question is, what's your opinion on encapsulation, and should that outside wall be insulated uh, with spray foam or whatever? Obviously, the joist pockets would need to be. And what's, as far as... Geez, I lost my train of thought here. Um, just wondering what your opinion is on encapsulation, if that's a good thing to do with that. Uh, yeah, we don't have a radon problem either. Pardon me? What's above the uh, crawl spaces as far as living space? Uh, there's a there's a dinette area that was added on by a previous owner, and the other one is kind of a long, narrow laundry room that abuts the house and the garage. I believe that was original. Um, so I'm wondering, do I need to pull that floor insulation out, uh, encapsulate it, or I'm just looking for some opinions here. I've had a couple other ones. You know, um, when we encapsulate a crawl space, we have really, really good luck with it. People, it makes the room more comfortable. You're getting rid of the musty smell. Sometimes a dehumidification system has to be installed, a really, you know, a higher-end dehumidifier in that area to if you're going to keep it open up to the rooms. But what what we've done is spray foam the floor, the ceiling, and the walls, and it really does make a big difference in, in, in places that across the living space above it. Your floor is going to become much much warmer, and it's in, in your basement is going to become more comfortable as well. And you're going to get rid of that musty smell. So, I I really have no no complaints from any customers that we've done any encapsulation work with on on crawl spaces, and they all seem to think that it made a big, big difference in the rest of their home. So highly recommend it. I would do it if I were you. Yeah, and we did that to our house here not that long ago. And, boy, not only does it make a difference, you know, efficiency, but it even looks better, even though you don't hang out there. <laughs> it, uh, yeah. Yeah, it really uh, – it, it's it's a it's a great room. Um, uh, thanks, Randy, for the call. Uh, leaves uh, Randy leaves that line open at six five one four six one nine two two six. Next up is Tom, who's calling from St. Paul. I think Tom is still there. Tom, thanks for waiting. What What is your question for me? Good morning, gentlemen. Uh, Good morning. Our neighborhood, we have a lot of you know remodeling work going on in that, and quite often as I'm out for the walk, I'll take a peek into the dumpsters, and I quite often see a lot of good material, like good cabinets or maybe a a toilet that looks okay or some good lumber. A lot of guys, like, do you get like, make all that stuff or take it to a renews it place, or what do you do with that? Uh, depending on the materials. If, uh, if we can reuse them or find purpose for them, then, then, then we do. Um, there are some centers that will, will take stuff, but uh, not, not, not all things. And to be honest with you, sometimes stuff just isn't not uh, worth worth saving but as materials got harder and harder to get that uh sure became more and more of a thought process and as things become more and more expensive um you 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 use what you can um i know my stack of uh old lumber at my home has uh grown over the years 
<laughs> I just have a hard time throwing away anything. But, uh, yeah, um, depending on the project, depending on the materials, if we can reuse them or somebody wants to use them someplace else, we will, we'll take full advantage of that. Otherwise, there's a lot of different recycling centers that take things and do different things with them. Yeah. Good question, Tom. Thank you. Uh, again, 651-461-9226 if you want to call in your question and chat with Andy or uh, just send him a text if that's easier. Same number. Uh, Robin is uh, next up on the phones, I believe. Robin calling from Bloomington. Robin, you are on with Andy Lindis. Hey, Andy. I got a question for you on on a garage uh, a door. Um, I've got a 6'6 six, six height. And I want to go to a seven-foot height. Would you? Would, would a crew come out and do a small job like that for me? Sure. Yeah. No. No. No jobs too big or small. Um, you know, no matter what, you're you're going to be looking at a day, and depending on uh, what door you pick and, and things of like that. But yeah, we do one door for people on a regular basis. One door, one window, one piece of gutter. Um, it is it, it is what it is. Denny, our, our thought process is we know we do one door for you. Chances are that door is going to be the best one in your house, and you're going to want us to do the rest of your windows and doors sooner or later, <laughs> That's too. That's right. One thing leads to another for sure. Uh-huh. I know I know. We, we've had a question about it in years past, and, and I don't remember your answer. I should. Uh, do, do folks call Lindis and they want uh, a, a, their, their two-car garage widened for a third car? Uh, and I guess it certainly depends on the situation. But you guys do that? Yeah, you know, uh, over the last couple of years, you know, as as people start looking for new homes or looking to expand their living space and then and and moving and finding a house just isn't as easy as maybe it was a couple of years ago. So they are looking at expanding their garages and, and expanding their floor print, and we're we're putting numbers to that on a, maybe not a weekly basis, but a pretty regular basis, Denny, for sure. All right, I was uh, having to laugh at uh, at a text. Uh, on our screen here, Andy, uh, when we were talking about uh, insulating your attic, insulating your home, uh, <laughs> this listener says, can't you do what an old neighbor of mine used to do to insulate your home? He used hay bales all the way around the base of his house, up about four feet. But before you use the hay bales, he wrapped the complete house from roof down with clear plastic. <laughs> I thought, no. does he that's, ever leave the house uh, during the winter or what? That's one way to accomplish that. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, groundbreaker. Uh, people people overlook your foundation. Those hay bales probably did a lot more than, 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 than the plastic wrap on the house. But a lot of times when we're when we're doing siding projects, Andy, we're we're putting foam along the the the, the foundation or putting some type of groundbreaker in there that really seals off where 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 the house joins together there the, the the amount of air infiltration that happens in that area of the home especially on older homes is astounding when we when we hook up a blower door and, and can run our smoke sticks in that area if it, if it's not addressed it's it's an issue what kind of air infiltration uh, do you see do you see much of it in newer construction or have we got that pretty well down you know some of the newer construction uh, I haven't tested a lot of new homes outside of the ones that we've built, you know, if you do like an Energy Star type home, you got to do it a pre and a post test. And, and and the homes that are built are pretty tight nowadays. They are, they are. Having said that, uh, every now and then I run into a house built like in the early 2000s. And I don't know if it was the the fact that we put up so many houses in such a short amount of time frame. And they just didn't get inspected as thoroughly. 
as they would in some of the type of materials that were used, the windows and siding uh, that were used were a little bit lower grade, so they tend to leak a little bit more. But I found, I don't know, three inches of insulation in an attic that was built in the early 2000s within the last mm. year. And that's, that shouldn't have happened. I mean, your R value is uh, is not, not where, where it should be. I did have a customer ask me what an R value is of a dead raccoon the other day. That's what we found in their attic. But uh, no. I, uh, I haven't been able to find the research on that. And I don't, I don't think dead critters add much to the R value of your attic. I think we'll pass. We'll pass on that one. Thank you. So we'll we'll yes. <laughs> we'll take on that note. Let's take a break. We'll invite our listeners to join in. If you have any kind of a home improvement question, don't wait. You can call it in or text it in to Andy at six five one four six one nine two two six. Again, either call it in, or if it's easier, send Andy your text. Got about another half hour of the Home Improvement Show to go. We're going to have a look at that weather next here on News Talk eight three zero WCCO. Stay with us. And good morning. Welcome back to our Home Improvement Show. If you have any kind of a home improvement question, now's your chance to ask Andy Lindis from Lindis Construction that very question. You can do it either by phone, uh, you can chat with Andy, or uh, you can uh, make it a text question. Same number, by the way, and that is uh, 651-461-9226. Again, 651-461-9226. Uh, let's see, Andy. We've got texts and, uh, I believe, phone calls as well. Uh, let me get my, my screen. I'll tell you what, let's do this. Let's grab a phone call from James, who's calling in from uh, Egan, I believe, this morning. Thanks, James. What's your question for Andy Lindis? Yeah, I put an addition on my uh, 1985-year-old uh, house probably about 15 years ago, and it's all windows, so it seems chilly in the winter all the time. And I was thinking about making a storm window in the place of where the screen would naturally go and wondering what our value improvement or am I wasting my time? Well, it would uh, really depend on what is happening with your current glass package. Um, typically, when I, when I find windows that are underperforming in the wintertime, it's the, the glass Depending on uh, when, when it was done isn't the issue. It's how it was installed, how it was insulated when it was installed. Now, is a storm window going to add a significant amount of R value to the the windows? Yes, but I would want to do some infrared imaging and some testing. Now, if, uh, if you didn't spray foam uh, and do a full-frame installation and tape all of the seams when the installation happened, chances are that's the problem with how that, that room is is becoming cold and if the floor isn't insulated uh, the way it should be then that might be the issue as well the windows get the bad rap because if air is moving in the walls a lot it feels like the the, the air is coming out of the windows a lot of times it's coming out of the trim of the windows all right james thanks very much Six five one nine eight nine nine two two six. if you want to call it in or text it in either one um last week's show and this is a text now uh the listener thought that uh, probably Luke uh, mentioned that cont- you have to help me with this. Continuous insulation was more important than the amount of insulation. Uh, what's your opinion? What what is exactly does that mean? 
Well, I think uh, m- making sure that like like when when you insulate an attic, so if it's going to be consistent throughout where the air can't, you're not going to have warm spots or cold spots, I think is what Luke's referring to. And a lot of times, like what we, we when we put in our, our cellulose over the top, one of the things about cellulose that's going to happen, Denny, is it's going to settle a little bit. And it creates a little bit of a crust. I like cellulose more than insulin than than fiberglass because the air movement doesn't happen as fast or as greatly through it. So, making sure that you have consistent, continuous insulation is is more important than your overall R value. And when when you in in the grand scheme of things, your attic air sealing, your ventilation, and how your attic uh, your intake is going to be more important than your R value. As far as that foam insulation, uh, and I should remember this because when your crews did that, uh, what, what generally, how thick is that foam put down? I mean, is it an inch, two inch, half an inch? What's the deal with that? You know, depending on uh, what the homeowner chooses, a lot of times, you know, you, we put down an inch and a half, and that's going to seal everything up, and then we're going to blow cellulose over the top of that. Sometimes we fill up the entire cavity and get to the desired R value that we need to get to with, with just spray foam. You know, sometimes some areas of the home doesn't lend itself to putting in enough fiberglass or cellulose to achieve what you need to for a thermal break. So you, your really only options are to put four or five, six inches of spray foam there. Um, but typically where we're going to do is an inch and a half of spray foam, inch and a half, two inches of spray foam in the attic, and then blow, blow in cellulose over the top of that to, to achieve an R60. I'm reading a text here. It says, thank you for your show. Is it feasible to raise the building and install either a block wall or a stud wall to achieve higher clearance? What do you think? Yeah. Um, if you're going to be redoing that, uh, the, the basement wall, is, it, is that a, a doable thing? Yes. Um, you know, I, uh, one of the first remodels I remember doing was raising our roof and turning it from a crawl space into a full basement with a wood basement. In fact, I, uh, Recently, I uh, redid that wall. Recently, like eight years ago, I redid that wall and was commenting in, uh, to my father, who had put that wall up in the early 80s, how uh, unstraight it was. And then he reminded me that it was him and one other person that installed a 20-foot wall while the basement was being held up with jack- jacks and a tractor. Um, so I, uh, I said, given the tools of the time, I can't complain about me having to be creative with my trip. I tell you, your dad has a lot of courage, you know, that and the he stuff does. he yeah, does. He's a doer. He, uh, if yeah. he uh, didn't know how to do it, he'd figure it out. Amazing. All right, let's see. Texter says this, I am the first owner of a house that was a builder's model purchased in 2016. It has Anderson 100 windows, and I am finding air leaks since they are not closing right. This continues above here. Plus, it's just cold. Is it common to be looking at replacing windows at a house this new? I'm disappointed. Likely sticker shock uh, setting in. Thank you. That comes from Karen in Blaine. Uh, how do you answer yeah. Karen's question? So we're bidding and putting estimates to a lot of homes in that 14 to 20-year range old that have, you know, the, the builder-grade materials. And that's just those those materials – Typically, that 15 to 20 year mark is about the the lifespan of a lot of them. Now, do you get lucky sometimes and get them the last 25 years? Yeah, 
but every manufacturer of home improvement products has a lower end product. And just because it says a real good manufacturer, like, you know, Anderson 400 series, heck of a window. Marvin Ultimate window, wonderful window. Pella Designer window, wonderful window. Our higher end season guard window, great window. The Infinity window, fantastic window. All of those windows have in common, Denny. It's the best window those manufacturers make. Every one of those manufacturers also make a lower end window that's going to last 20 years, just the way it is. Mm-hmm. And it's unfortunate that it might be thirty, forty thousand dollars to replace an entire house of windows with a higher end window. All right. Thanks for that. Uh, let's go back to the phones. I think uh, Tom in Minnetonka has been waiting there. Tom, uh, thank you. What is your question for Andy? Yeah, I just moved from a house with a boiler and hot water heat to a house with a regular furnace, forced air. And I noticed that the exhaust, fan uh, exhaust, and also the, uh, the what do you call the fan for the radon, they were, yes, they're blowing out hot, moist air. Is that normal? No, I don't think so. Um, if I were you, it shouldn't. Denny, do you know your your radon fan? You don't feel the air coming out of that, do you? No, fortunately, Lisa, at this point, we didn't have to get one. We thought we would, but that's because right, of the right. yeah, because of the uh, you know insulation, the foaming, and the encapsulation, that we've really reduced it down to a safe level. So, uh, but I understand there are inside fans and there are outside fans. So that's what I was told. Yes, I would. Uh, I, I don't deal with the radon systems. I mean, anybody that needs uh, any type of basement work, sub pumps, radons, anything, I, I send them to SafeBasements.com. Talk to Jesse Trebles people, and I mean, there's nobody better in the business. Nobody that knows more about that stuff, and that's why I always recommend them because I, you know, you're talking about people's health here. So let's get an expert involved and make sure it's doing what it's supposed to be doing. Yeah, absolutely. SafeBasements.com. Uh, Jesse Treble. We've uh, talked about that. We've had Jesse on the show a few times, as a matter of fact. Um, yes, sir. I tell you what, let's do. I know uh, it's time to take a quick break. So why don't we do that first? We have texters. Uh, and if you have, it would, if you want to call in your home improvement question, that's fine. Chat with Andy. 651-461-9226. We'll take this break. 35 degrees in the Twin Cities. By the way, get those veterinarian questions ready next hour. We'll talk with Dr. Gene Geske about your pets here on 830-WCCO. Hey, good morning. Welcome back to our Home Improvement Show around every Saturday in the 9 o'clock hour, answering your home improvement questions. This morning, Andy Lindis from Lindis Construction. By the way, if you want to get in touch with those good folks, easiest number to remember, 1-800-LEAFGUARD. We'll remind you of that before Andy takes his leave today. Andy, a bunch of text messages uh, to uh, take care of before uh, you get back to your, your uh, chefness. Let's see. Uh, here's one. It says, we're thinking of installing a couple of sun tunnels or similar in a windowless area of our townhome. Wondering about any cons uh, for having this done. Well, let's do both. Let's do some pros and cons. How would you answer that about those sun tunnels? Uh, you know, I uh, have a really, really hard time coming up with a con outside of it is going to show the flaws of of the room. 
Um, and a lot of times when we bring that natural light into a room, people end up having to paint the room and, and fix the walls. They didn't realize how many nicks in the walls and, and, and how many flaws there might be on your ceiling and walls because you just have never had natural light in there. So that'd be the one con I can think of, Denny. Otherwise, it's, uh, it's all positives. It brightens up a room. It lowers your energy bill. It looks like a light's on even at night uh, with the moon that we're having right now. I bet you that one room in your house, Denny, is lit up uh, like uh, like you have a light on right now. As a matter of two in the morning, you're absolutely right. In fact, when I call my wife's bathroom, she's got one in there, and I thought she left the light on. And you're right; it could be three in the morning. I said, "Wait a minute!" You're right; even the moonlight will shine through. Yes, I I wholeheartedly agree. I can't think of any con. Uh, And uh, yeah, check that out with Linda's. It's called a sun tunnel. Uh, Who's the maker? Velux, Velux, right? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Good. Big name. Big name. Best skylight Again, manufacturer on the planet. Not yeah. even close. One eight hundred Leaf Guard. If you want to check that out, to have somebody out to your house. All right. Here's a text. Says uh, we have a four car garage. Lucky you. With seven foot high overhead doors, we'd like to raise the roof in order to use the building as a shop with higher clearance inside. Oof. Yeah. Doable. Not, not cheap. Um, we get this question on, uh, you know, on, on a pretty regular basis. You know, people, you know, end up buying campers or something that doesn't fit in their garage, and want us to make that area of the garage bigger so they can get their RV or something in there. And it, uh, it's a doable thing, but it's a, it's not a cheap process. And usually, people don't say yes to those projects when they find out what it's going to cost. But it might be worth meeting with a contractor and seeing if it's uh, if you're going to make it a, a shop and a workspace and and and, and it's something you're going to be for a while. You, you might find that it's worth to spend the money, but I have a lot of lot of customers see what that costs and say no. Yeah, we were talking uh, earlier in the show about spray foam or, uh, in your uh, attic, but this listener wants to know how cold. What's the temperature? How cold can spray foam be installed? Down to what you know, uh, temp? You know, if if you're getting the really that space into that forty degree range, you're just fine. Remember, you you can do things to condition the area when you're adding the insulation, no matter what the temperature is outside. If you're if you're in in a room, there's things that you can do to temporarily condition that area and to make sure that the spray foam sets up. Having said that, we we're on a roof job earlier this year, Denny, and like I had I had sold that that customer spray foam. Um, we're going to put a metal roof off. We're going to tear off the entire roof deck. It's a vaulted ceiling, and we're going to spray foam it there because they had tremendous ice dams. I couldn't get in there and look at it. We pull it all off. Turns out someone already had spray foamed it. Now, it was the wrong kind of spray foam, and obviously it was installed in a manner in which uh, you shouldn't. If you put on it too much, it can crack and pull loose. So all of, there's a bunch of cracks in the spray foam, and it had pulled loose from the rafters, allowing heat to escape there. So... It uh, when 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 done improperly, spray foam can go bad. I I've, I've seen it firsthand, but we uh, were able to fix it and and work our way through it and made made sure that the new spray foam was installed properly. And I can tell you this: uh, removing old spray foam is not an easy task. <laughs> I guess not. I've tried. Um, we have a little clarification on an earlier question about uh, when the when Luke was on about that continuous insulation was more important than the amount of insulation, and they are asking your opinion. That question, they clarified it, was about continuous insulation, was about wall insulation and house wrap, insultex. So I don't know okay. if you're 
your uh, opinion changes or not. I don't know what what, what uh, if you're talking about on the exterior of the wall when we do the house wrap, you're you're getting you're getting an R6 and you're getting air sealing. If that that's what they're referring to as a continuous insulation. And then you have you have to get to an R21 of continuous insulation, I believe, on the sidewall. And but but you get to take all of the building materials of the sidewall and add the R value of every single piece, including the wood and the sheathing, to to get to that R value. I I, I, I is that what they're referring to? I'm not sure. I'm not I sure. Th- yeah, I'm not either. I hope that helped. Um, is there a current Minnesota code for an R value in an attic? That's the question. There is. I believe it's R50. 50, 5-0. Okay. We recommend uh, a 60. It might be like an R48, Denny, off, off the top of my head. Um, you know, I have to take the continuing education every year. Oh, uh, yes. For, for a couple of different states, and I haven't done one of the energy ones in, in a bit, and it's been uh, a couple of years since I've had to take the licensing exam, but I think it was like an R48 that that might have changed. Remember, that was, the codes are what they are, and, and they're usually the bare minimum. And Linda's Construction doesn't do... I don't really worry about a lot of the codes, because I know I'm going beyond them, usually. Cover over it, yeah. Say, we've got less than a minute, Andy. One real quick one. Any options for flooring on concrete family room floor in a modified two-story other than carpet? The room is cool in winter, as heat is in the ceiling. Options for yeah, floor. you know, um, some of the hardwood off floor options out there are a really good bet on concrete, and it's easier on your, your joints as well. And, again, look at those heating pads. If you're, if you're doing that area, you're worried about the floor. They're cheap to install and cheap to run. Uh, last pro tip I have here, Denny, uh, yeah. anybody uh, going to be uh, wrestling with a rutabaga come uh, this Thanksgiving or today like I am with my, with my little boiled uh, dinner I'm making? The Milwaukee hacksaw with the right blade is the tool to cut up a rutabaga. I'm telling you, Denny, more than a butcher knife, you sit and you bang that thing on the the butcher knife on a cutting board, and if if I have an injury today, it's going to be from a rutabaga. <laughs> but now that I got the hacksaw, it's uh, I think I'm I'm in good hands. And I suppose you'll uh, trim the the uh, cut the turkey with a skill saw. Right, we got we got to go. You know, hey, it could be uh, it could be an hey. option. That's right. Well, be safe and happy Thanksgiving, Andy, to you and all the good folks at Lindis Construction, you and your family. Back at you, Denny. Thanks a lot. Have Thanks a good very much. Andy Lindis from Lindis Construction. You want to get in touch with those folks again, 1-800-LEAF-GUARD. We'll take a break for news, have a look at weather, and then get your vet questions ready. Our veterinarian friend, Dr. Gene Geske, is going to be filling next hour with your questions about your pet. Here on News Talk 830 WCCO, 35 degrees now on our way to 41. Stay with us.